Horn Palace, Mitchell, South Dakota, site of tonight's Great Plains Athletic Conference contest. A doubleheader matching up the door defenders against the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. As we uh, say, get into the final stages of January. I can't say that we'll say farewell yet, but we're into the final stages of January in the conference race. Eight games left on both the women's and men's side for the Dort defenders. And it shapes up to be a great stretch run as we make our way through the second time around the Great Plains Athletic Conference double round robin. Good evening, everyone. My name is Mike Biker. I'll be describing the action to you from atop the playing surface here at the Corn Palace, hanging over in the opera seats, if you will. And we have the bird's eye view for tonight's contest as the Dort defenders take a 19-1 overall mark into the contest against a very capable Dakota Wesleyan team that is 14-5, 8-5 of the league. Dort is 13-1. The Dakota Wesleyan Tigers on a bit of a run as of late, while the Dort defenders, after a loss a couple of weeks ago, has strung together three wins in a row in Great Plains Athletic Conference action. Let's take a closer look at these two teams. Let's begin with the Dort defenders. They uh, started the win uh, season with wins over presentation. Dakota State, Bellevue, Trinity Christian, and Dickinson State all outside the conference. Then in their GPAC opener on the road, beat Morningside, then turned away Concordia in Sioux Center, went on the road, beat Briarcliff, beat College of St. Mary, turned away Midland, beat Northwestern, and beat Dakota Wesleyan back on December the 10th, 75-65. Post-Christmas, beat Mount Marty, Grandview, Hastings, and Jamestown in succession. Lost to Doan two weeks ago today, 71-66. Turned around with wins over Briarcliff, the College of St. Mary, and Midland. Be setting up tonight's contest with Dakota Wesleyan. The defenders are averaging 80 points per game. They allow 60 points per outing. They are shooting 48% from the field. They're limiting opponents to 38% success. They're making 39% of their three-point shots and allowing opponents to make 26%. They also get 40 rebounds per game while allowing opponents 31%, pardon me, 31 rebounds per contest. Dort forces 17 turnovers per game. They get 13 turnovers per contest. Players to watch for the defenders, Carly Gustafson, 17.1 points per game, 7.5 rebounds. Bailey Beckman, 16.4 points per game, one steal, and 48 made three-pointers. Janie Schoenhoven, 12.1 points per game. Macy Seaver, 7.5 points, 5.3 rebounds, 6.3 assists per game. By the way, Schoenhoven is averaging a team-high 8.2 rebounds per outing. Hayden Hymanson is at 6.6 points per game. Faith Van Hollen, 5.9. McKenna Klecker, 4.5. She's coming off a season-high 13 in the win last week over Midland. And Macy Nielsen is averaging 4.3 points per game. For Dakota Wesleyan and Jason Christensen, they are 14-5 overall, 8-5 of the conference. They started the year with wins over Valley City State presentation and Morningside. Lost to Jamestown, beat the College of St. Mary, Mount Marty, and Doan. Lost to Hastings, defeated Bellevue, lost to Dort. Defeated presentation, Antelope Valley and the Masters. Lost to Barcliff and Concordian back-to-back games. Then defeated Midland, Mount Marty, Hastings, and Doan. They are currently riding that four-game winning streak. They're making and scoring 72 points per game. They allow 56 points per outing. They are converting 44% of their field goals and allowing opponents to make 37%. They are uh, converting 31% from the arc, and opponents are making 30% from the three-point line. Rebounds per game, Dort, uh, pardon me, they're out. Rebounding teams, 41-32, force 18 turnovers per game, 
and they give it up 14 times per outing. Jada Campbell is uh, the leading scorer, 15.4 points per game. She's a 6-4 post player from Alexandria, South Dakota, just up the road about uh, 15 miles or so. Maddie Reiner is averaging 12.3 points per game, and Isabel Einan is averaging 10.7 points per game. Dort and Dakota Wesleyan coming your way in just a few minutes. Let's take a look at the starting lineups then for tonight's contest. These are the probable starting lineups. First of all, for the visitors from Dort, they will start number five, Hayden Hymanson. She's a 5'8 sophomore from Rock Rapids, averaging 6.6 points per game. Bailey Backman is number 13. She's a 5'3 senior from Panora, Iowa, averaging 16.4 points per game. Number 30 is Carly Gustafson, a six-foot senior from Ethan, South Dakota, averaging 17.1 points per outing. Number 32 is Faith Van Holland, a 5'7 junior from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, averaging 5.9 points per outing. And number 35 is Janie Sconehoven, a 5'10 sophomore from Hospers, Iowa, averaging 12.1 points per game. For Dakota Wesley and their likely starting lineup will look like this. Number 14 is Morgan Edelman, a 5'6 sophomore from Menno, South Dakota, averaging 6.9 points per game. Number 30 is Isabel Einan, a 5'7 junior from Lenox, South Dakota, averaging 10.7 points per game. Riley Rosenquist is a 5'7 freshman from the Dakota Dunes, averaging 6 points per game. She wears number 32. Number 34 is Maddie Reiner, a 5'10 senior from Tripp, South Dakota, averaging 12.3 points per game. And Jada Campbell is a 6'4 senior from Alexandria, South Dakota, averaging 15.4 points per game. She wears number 44. Dort and Dakota Wesleyan. Dort 19-1 overall, Dakota Wesleyan 14-5. A few other notes for you. Jada Campbell and Maddie Reiner both have scored over 1,000 points in the last two-plus seasons for Dakota Wesleyan. Jason Christensen is a 1998 Dakota Wesleyan grad. He's in his 13th year coaching at Dakota Wesleyan, and he earned his 250th career win at Wesleyan last season. For the Dort defenders, Carly Gustafson has over 1,300 career points. She is sixth on the all-time list. She trails Kate DeMay with 1,315. Gustafson also has 759 career rebounds. She's sixth behind Kara Van Dyke. Now Carol Lindbergh's 2010 to 14 total of 784, standing in fifth. Bailey Backman has 1,249 career points. She's 10th all time. 168 made three pointers. It's third all time. She trails Paige Angbers in second with 178. Backman trails Serena Van Beek in the all time scoring ranks. Van Beek has 1,280. Bill Harmson is 107 and 42 coaching Dort. He's in his fifth season, and he has won nearly 72% of the games he has coached on the bench for the defenders. He is third all-time in career wins at Dort University in women's basketball. Most recently, Dakota Wesleyan won back-to-back games on Friday and Saturday with wins over Hastings and Doan. In the Doan contest on Saturday, the Tigers fought back from a nine-point halftime deficit to secure the eight-point win. Riley Rosenquist had 18 points for the Tigers. For the defenders, they were winners over Midland, 90-43. Dort was up 18-7 after one quarter, and they rolled from there. Dort leads this series 7-6 since the 2017-18 season. They won the meeting between these two teams back on December 20, uh, December 10, and they used a 19-12 fourth quarter lead, uh, ex- advantage to extend a three-point lead. Let's pause now for our national anthem.
Welcome back to the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Still waiting on the starting lineup for Dakota Wesleyan. We've had the lights dimmed here at the Corn Palace, and we are uh, had a little light show beforehand, and now we are just, just getting the starting lineups for Dakota Wesleyan out on the floor. Uh, here are the other games going on in the G-Pack this evening. Those contests include Hastings at Concordia Northwestern at Morningside. Mount Marty is at Jamestown. Briarcliff is at Midland. Doan is at the College of St. Mary, along with this Dort versus Dakota Wesleyan contest set to tip off here in just a moment. Other key contests in the conference to keep an eye on. Obviously, that Northwestern Morningside contest. Northwestern right now 9-4 in the conference. Morningside 8-6 in the league. That one along with this one, I believe, are the two premier matchups in the league tonight. Concordia versus Hastings. That has a little bit of sizzle, but uh, Concordia is the home team there. They're 10-5 in the league. Hastings is 4-10. Uh, Concordia likely would be the uh, big favorite there. The rest of the games uh, matching up uh, teams with pretty wide disparities in terms of wins and losses. So Dort versus Dakota Wesleyan. Wesleyan 8-5, and five, Dort 13-1. and one. Dort decked out in their black uniforms, yellow numbers and lettering trimmed in white, while the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers are in their whites with blue numbers and lettering. Dakota Wesleyan controls the opening tip, and we are underway with basketball. Driving right side, shot off the side of the backboard, no good. Rebound secured by Faith Van Holland, and Van Holland gets it away to Hymanson. Hymanson with the basketball. Hymanson setting the offense. She passes right side, gets it back over to Van Holland. Van Holland throws it over the top. Hymanson drops it inside for Gustafson. Gustafson off of the glass, no good. Bothered on the shot by Jada Campbell in that six foot four inch frame. And we head back the other way. Dakota Wesleyan over the basketball. They throw it in for Campbell. Campbell against Schoenhoven. Throw it back out front to Edelman. Edelman over the basketball. Edelman driving. Beckman goes under the screen, waiting for her as she drives into lane. Her shot off of the glass, no good. Rebound tapped out and controlled by Campbell. Campbell kicks it to the outside. And Dakota Wesleyan has the basketball, driving left-hand side, putting it up in no good. That's Morgan Edelman. Here comes Dort in transition. Pass ahead to Van Holland. Van Holland over the top, Gustafson. Gustafson to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven back around the horn they go as uh, to uh, Hymanson. Hymanson to Van Holland. Schoenhoven underneath. Might have traveled with it, and she did. Travel violation called against Schoenhoven that time as she got it in a little too deep in the paint. And waiting for her there was number 44, Jada Campbell. Now what Dort was able to do last time was they were able to draw Campbell out of the paint. And that was back in early December, and uh, she wasn't nearly as much of a factor. But on the first two possessions here tonight, she has been a significant factor on the defensive end. Heinen passes. Right side, Rosenquist. Rosenquist with it. The cutter underneath. Shot is up and hangs on the rim. Won't go through. Rebound tapped out and controlled by Backman. Beckman with the basketball. Bailey Beckman quickly up the floor. Has it on the right-hand side. Throws it into the corner. Van Holland, three off the heel. Too strong, no good. And the rebound is cleared by Riley Rosenquist. Rosenquist with it on the right-hand side. Stops, feeds it back outside to Reiner. Throw it underneath Campbell. Campbell kick out pass. Rosenquist short on the three. No good. Rebound cleared by the defenders. And coming up with it is Hymanson. Hymanson with the basketball. Brings it over to the left-hand side. They come towards me. So when I say left-hand side, that is as they face the hoop. Schoenhoven is fouled. 
We've got a foul called away for Wellowello out on the floor. Jada Campbell whistled for the personal foul. That's foul number one on her. Team foul number one against Dakota Wesleyan as well. And throwing it in will be Faith Van Holland for the defenders. Gets it in to Hymanson. Hymanson over the basketball. Goes over to Gustafson. Gustafson with it on the right wing. Gustafson to Van Holland. Van Holland. Schoenhoven pops out on the corner. Open three for Backman off the iron. No good. Rebound tipped out of bounds. Last touch by Gustafson. It will be Dakota Wesleyan basketball. So Dort has yet to find the bottom of the hoop. Some pretty good-looking shots, but uh, Van Holland unable to knock down a three. Beckman unable to knock down a three, and we head back the other way. Einan with it. Einan passes right side over to Rosenquist on the wing. Rosenquist gives it up. They throw it into the post. Campbell. Campbell back outside to Reiner. Reiner back to Edelman. Edelman looking down low, nine to shoot. Down with the basketball. Reiner, and Reiner is going to be called for steps. Reiner did the same thing Sconehoven did on the other end. That was got down under the uh, paint and uh, shuffled her feet. And the travel violation is whistled. Three minutes gone in this one, and we are still scoreless. Hymanson with the basketball. Hymanson out front to Gustafson. Gustafson, Sconehoven. Sconehoven puts it up over the top of Campbell. No good on the short corner. And the rebound is taken away by Einan. Einan with the basketball, left-hand side, Campbell. Campbell gives it up to Edelman. Edelman with it on the drive to the left. Nothing there. Goes back outside to Reiner. Reiner to Campbell, and Campbell is pushed on the play by Schoenhoven. And Faith, pardon me, Janie is going to be called for the personal foul. That's foul number one on her. Team foul number one on the defenders as well. Three in and three out for both teams for the defenders. Seavers, Klecker, and... Nielsen checking in, Gustafson and I'm checking to see who stayed in. Gustafson and Van Holland stay in the ball game. Throwing the ball in for Dakota Wesley, and this will be Aspen Hansen. Hansen throws the ball in. Austis with it out front. Austis at the top of the key. Nothing there for Austis. Comes back over to Edelman. Edelman with it. Edelman guarded by Seavers, not giving any ground. Edelman pinned on the play. She's on the wing, gets back outside. This is Einan. Einan drives in, and we've got a foul on a screen. I believe that's going to go on Faith Van Holland. So Faith Van Holland whistled for the personal. That's foul number one on her as she ran through the screen, set out on the wing. A fresh 20 now for Dakota Wesleyan. Still looking for her first score of the game for either team. Sprakle, three, a shot in the lane, no good. Rebound cleared by Seavers. Seavers with the basketball, doesn't have the numbers. Stops at the free throw line, fires it right side, Nielsen. Nielsen with the basketball. Back out front it goes, Seavers. Seavers drops it inside Gustafson, shows it to Sprakel. Crossover move, now shot off the glass, no good. And the rebound is cleared by Dakota Wesleyan. Einan with the basketball on the right-hand side. 5.50 to go, first quarter, and we are scoreless. Well, the door defense doing the job. Unfortunately, offense hasn't caught up yet. Into the lane, spinner, shot, hangs on the rim, won't go through, rebound cleared by Gustafson. Here come the defenders in transition. Seavers up the floor, finds Van Holland. Van Holland goes back over to Seavers. Seavers back to Van Holland. Van Holland left corner. Van Holland, nothing there. Over the top it goes with the basketball. Clacker, Clacker, ball overhead. Now puts it on the floor, 17-footer straight on, good. McKenna Clacker with a two-point basket. That's the first basket for either team, and the defenders lead 2-0. 5-10 left to play, first quarter. 
Morgan Edelman puts it on the floor, passes back over to Sprakel. Sprakel into the corner, Edelman. Edelman down low to Hansen. Hansen working against, well, working against Klecker, stripped by Sievers out in front for Van Hollen. Van Hollen has to try to gather it in, and it's up off the bottom of the backboard. Didn't gather it in well and uh, was in danger of a turnover. Flipped it up, but uh, just caught the bottom of the backboard, and that was it. And Dakota Wesleyan gets the ball back. Driving in, right-hand side, shot no good, but a foul on the play called on McKenna Klecker. Klecker whistled for foul number one. That's team foul number three on the defenders. And free throw time now for number 30, Isabel Einan. So Einan will shoot two. Two-nothing Dort leading. First one on the way, 88% free throw shooter. First one is down. Another one on the way, takes the zero off the board for Dakota Wesleyan. Second free throw on the way. This one's up and hangs on the rim and falls through. We're tied at 2-2. Two to two. 4.38 left to play in the first quarter. Klecker will inbound the basketball. Dakota Wesleyan sending Campbell back into the contest. Out front with it is Seavers. Seavers guarded there. Pass back to Nielsen. Nielsen with the basketball. Macy with it on the right wing. Nielsen goes over to Sconehoven. Sconehoven looking underneath. Comes out in front to Bailey Beckman. 10 to shoot. Beckman with the basketball in between the circles. Drives in right-hand side. Cut off. Now tries it with the left. Nothing there. Spins. Turnaround. Up. Good. 14-foot turnaround by Bailey Backman gives the defenders a 4-2 advantage. Four minutes left to go, first half, a first quarter that is. Pass goes into the corner. Rosenquist flicks it back outside. Now Austis with it. Austis out front Campbell looking inside Reiner. Now back to Maya Wilson. Wilson driving into the lane. Spin move off the glass. Wild shot no good. And the rebound is cleared by Sconehoven. Sconehoven ahead to Seavers, Seavers, Klecker, Klecker, three, corner, off the rim, no good. Rebound taken away, Wilson. Wilson with the basketball, Wilson up the left-hand side with it. Hesitates, lets the traffic clear. Now they throw it inside for Campbell, and her shot off a glass, no good. There for the rebound is Rosenquist, Rosenquist put back is good. Riley Rosenquist ties it at 4-4. Four to 4-4, four. Four, four, 3-10 remaining, first quarter. Seavers has it flipped, uh, tipped away from her, but a foul on the play called on Maya Wilson. Wilson whistled for the personal foul. That is team foul number two against Dakota Wesleyan in this half. The defenders two of nine so far from the floor. Dakota Wesleyan one of 11. Throwing the ball in, Klecker. Klecker gets it into Seavers. Seavers setting the offense, throws it up front, Sconehoven. Back out front to Klecker. Klecker on the left, uh, the right side. They get it inside Sconehoven. Sconehoven back to Seavers. Hesitates. Drops it off for Sconehoven. Kick out pass. Beckman three on the way. In and out. No good. There for the rebound, though, is Klecker. Klecker to Seavers. Seavers, Sconehoven. 15-footer. Good. Janie Sconehoven with a two-point bucket. Dort extends the lead back to two. Six to four. Two and a half left to play in the first quarter. Morgan Edelman setting the offense for the Tigers. Edelman, and we've got a moving screen called on Edelman. Edelman with the handoff and then never came set for a screen. 
Dort sending four new players into the game. Eliana Caparis, Macy Nielsen checking in. Gustafson will stay on the floor. Hymanson and Van Holland. I think Van Holland was out, so I think those are the five in now for the defenders. Well, those are the five. Not sure who was on the floor and remains. Pass right side, Caparis. Caparis fakes the handoff on the right wing. Goes back to Gustafson. Gustafson shows it 15 feet from the hoop. Now into the lane. Nothing there, Hymanson. Hymanson, nothing there to Van Hollen. Van Hollen stripped on the way up. And here comes Dakota Wesley and Rosenquist. Rosenquist driving in, lays it up with the right hand. Good. Riley Rosenquist, six points per game average. She's got four already. Here's Van Hollen. Van Hollen in traffic. Layup with the right hand. Good. Faith Van Hollen. Able to race down the floor and get the easy two, a relatively easy two. She got knocked a little bit as she went up with it. Sandwiched between two players with a right-hand layup. Got the two-point basket to go. Pass left side goes over to Rosenquist. Rosenquist will be playing with the long sleeve T-shirt. And we've got a foul on the play called on Faith Van Holland. Trying to fight through that screen set by Rosenquist. And Rosenquist may have gone. That one, uh, well, she drew the contact and made sure the official was aware of it. And Dakota Wesleyan gets the basketball back, now trailing 8-6 with 90 seconds up to go in the first quarter. Dakota Wesleyan basketball, Reiner. Reiner throws it left side, Edelman. Edelman over the basketball. Now Rosenquist. Rosenquist back to Edelman. Edelman. Ball screen back to Campbell. Right side, Reiner. One second to shoot on the shot clock, and the three is up and good. Maddie Reiner with a desperation three as the shot clock was winding down, and Dakota Wesleyan has their first lead of the basketball game. One minute left to go in the first quarter. Dort into the offensive set. Right side, Beckman into the corner. This is Hymanson. Hymanson floats it up. Baseline, 10-footer good. Hayden Hymanson with a two-point bucket. And the Dort defenders lead it 10-9. 10-9-hour score. Throw it into the lane. Nothing there. Cut off. Rosenquist picks it up. Throw it back out onto the perimeter. Edelman. Right side it goes. Reiner. Reiner had the three moments ago. Now a drive with the right hand, and she's feeling it. She gets the little 10-footer to go. Dort trailing 11-10, under 30 to go. Shot clock is off, and Dort will have possession unless we have another jump ball. So this could be a swing for the defenders. Finishing out the quarter with the basketball. Beckman goes to Gustafson. Gustafson underneath, draws some contact off of the glass. Good. Carly Gustafson, sixth player to score for the defenders. It's 12-11, four seconds left. Dakota Wesleyan into the front court, and another desperation three by Reiner. That one is short, no good, and we've played one quarter of basketball. Dort, 12, Dakota Wesleyan, 11. Let's take a one-minute break and be back with the second quarter of play right after this. Today's broadcast brought to you by Money Concepts Financial Planning Center in Sioux Center. Using holistic approach to wealth management refined by years of experience, making them an efficient and productive wealth management company. Also by the City of Sioux Center, providing excellent quality of life and municipal services through a spirit of progressive cooperation. The Sioux Center Pizza Ranch, cheering on the defenders with buffet carryout and delivery. By Premier Communication, Northwest Iowa's leading internet provider. 
by Northside Body Shop. When you expect the very best in repair of your vehicle, call Northside Body Shop today. Serving the Sioux Center area since 1955, 712-722-2313. By American State Bank, a proud supporter of Defender Athletics, American State Bank member FDIC. By Ploin Publishing with quality printing from design to delivery. Joiner and Zwart Dentistry, providing the latest in dental technology in a warm, comfortable, and relaxing environment. And by Verhoof Automotive in Sioux Center, your local Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, and Buick dealer. 12-11, Dort with a one-point lead as we pick up play here in the second quarter. Gustafson gets the ball inbounded to Macy Seavers. Seavers takes it across the timeline, throws it to Klecker. Klecker with a basketball. Klecker. To Gustafson on the right-hand side. 11 seconds gone in the quarter. 17 on the shot clock. With a basketball, Seavers. Seavers tests the waters. Kick out past Klecker. Klecker, nothing there. Back to Seavers. Seavers back to Klecker. Klecker sets, fires, 15-footer. Good. McKenna Klecker with the two. Dort leads 14-11. to 11. Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Out front, Sprakel. Sprakel looking for Campbell. Instead goes back over to Wilson. Maya Wilson to Austis. Austis gets a ball screen from Sprakel. Austis into the lane and a reach-in foul called on Macy Seavers on the far end. Oh, they called that on Gustafson rather than Seavers. So we will co- Gustafson whistled for foul number one. Seavers scratch that one out. Let's call it on 30 instead of 10. Sprakle into the lane, working against Gustafson. Puts it up, shot no good. Rebound taken away by Sconehoven on the weak side. Dakota Wesley not hitting the offensive glass at all. Into the corner, Klecker, three, got it. Three-point bucket for McKenna Klecker. Klecker, a couple of knockdown shots here in the first minute and seven seconds of the second period. And Dakota Wesleyan calls a timeout. Timeout on the floor, charged to the Tigers. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in 30 seconds. This broadcast brought to you by Verhoof Automotive. Your local Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, and Buick dealer, Verhoof Automotive, worth the drive from anywhere. By Sioux Center Health, partnering with Dort University, providing quality care to all athletes. And by Cruise and Cruise PC, certified public accountant, 722-3375. Offices in Sioux Center and Lamar's helping you attain your financial goals. It's their commitment. Reminder that our pregame and postgame shows on KIHK and the Dort Media Network brought to you by Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer, seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. Dort with their biggest lead of the ballgame at 17 to 11. They pass it to Jada Campbell deep in the corner. Maya Wilson, they throw it in to Sprakle. Sprakle double teamed, loses it. It's down on the floor, five to shoot. Austis back to Wilson. Wilson down to the corner, puts it up, shot off the side of the backboard, no good. And the Dort defenders will get it on a shot clock violation. Maya Wilson so far has been forced into a couple of poor shots. And uh, that last one off the side of the backboard, and she was rushed on that shot. Dort with the basketball, Seavers bringing it up for the defenders, leading by six, 8-17 remaining here in 
the first half. They give it to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven with it, shovels it outside. Backman, three ball on the way, good. Three-point basket, Bailey Backman, her first, and the Dort lead is 20-11. Doherty with the lead. Wesleyan over the basketball. Dort right now on a 10-0 run. Austis guarded by Seavers, puts it on the floor with the left hand, finishes with the left hand, and Ren Austis with the two-point basket. Stops the Dort run at 10. And now the defenders with the basketball back. Leading 2013 are the defenders. Seavers into the lane. Seavers back outside Klecker. Klecker high post, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven back to Seavers. Seavers with it at the free throw line. Seavers nothing there. Schoenhoven on the right elbow. Back to Seavers. Nine to shoot for the defenders. Seavers spins. Stripped on the way up and a foul on. Oh, they're going to call a double dribble. Double dribble called against Macy Seavers. So Dakota Wesleyan gets the basketball back on the turnover. Well, the basketball is Edelman setting the offense for the Tigers. Down at the far end of the Corn Palace. Seven minutes remaining here in the first half. Dort leading. Out front with it is Edelman setting the offense. Ten to shoot. Wesleyan pretty deliberate. Fake the handoff. They give it to Austis. Austis guarded there by Seavers trying to isolate her. And Austis lost it. Ball's down on the floor. Picked up by Seavers. Seavers with the basketball. So Seavers forcing Austis to her right. Klecker, a three on the way. No good that time. Rebound tipped and controlled by Gustafson. Off the glass, good. Offensive rebound and the putback for Carly. Dort leads 22-13. Wesleyan with the basketball. Reiner on the wing. Reiner guarded there by Gustafson. Gustafson backs off. Now comes out to meet her. They throw it into Campbell. Campbell in the lane. Off the glass, no good. Gets her, uh, the shot, no good on the putback attempt, but a foul on Backman. And free throws now for Morgan Edelman. Bailey Backman whistled for foul number one. That is team foul number two against the defenders in this period. Ren Austis will check out of the ballgame. And free throws coming for Morgan Edelman. First free throw is good. Rosenquist back into the game for Dakota Wesleyan. A second free throw on the way for Edelman. Edelman, a 78% free throw shooter, misses that one. And the rebound comes out long. Dort with the lead and the basketball now, 22-14. Nielsen checked in at the last break, as did Caparis. They go to Schoenhoven out on the three-point line. Janie with it, picks up her dribble, comes back right side, Hymanson. Hymanson to Seavers. Seavers, ball overhead on the left wing, gets a ball screen from Caparis. Back it goes Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven puts it up, short range, pull up, good. Janie Schoenhoven with 10. Dort leads 24-14, biggest lead of the ballgame for the defenders. Wesleyan with the basketball. They throw it right side, back over to Edelman. Edelman to Reiner. Reiner shot no good. Rebound tipped, and now we've got a foul on the play called against the defenders. And that's going to go on Hayden Hymanson. For Hayden, that's number one. Well, fortunately for the defenders, other than Faith Van Holland, they've been able to spread out the fouls so far. Sprakel checks back into the game. Campbell will check out. Wesleyan looking to throw it in. In danger of a five-seconds call. Nearly tipped, controlled by Wesleyan. Einan with it at the top of the key, guarded by Seavers. Seavers not given any ground. Right side it goes, and they nearly throw it away. Second pass down to the baseline, Edelman. Edelman kick out Reiner. Reiner three, good. 
Maddie Reiner with the three, she's got eight, and the defender lead is 24 to 17. So Reiner a desperation three earlier, now knocks down one where she was able to set up and knock it down from the right wing. Nielsen with it at the free throw line, comes back right side Seavers, Seavers with it. Seavers step back triple on the way of her own, no good, rebound controlled by Wesleyan. Wesleyan up and running with it, throw it long into the front court, Einan. Einan with it on the left wing, they look for Sprakel, Sprakel with it, Sprakel spins, working against Schoenhoven, trying to get some room to work, puts it up and we've got a foul on the play called against the Dort defenders and that's going to go on Janie, that's number two on Schoenhoven. So she'll check out. Gustafson will check in with 4.48 left to play in the first half. Dort 24, Dakota Wesleyan 17. Well, the defenders earlier in the half, 2 of 11 or something like that. Now they're 11 of 21 from the floor, 52%, a little more efficient. Sprakel, first free throw, good. She's got another one coming. She's a sophomore from Crofton, Nebraska. Trying to make it a five-point ball game with another made free throw. This one's on the way, 24-18 pending, and it's up and down, 24-19. Five straight now by Dakota Wesleyan. Sprakel with her first points of the day. She's the sixth player to score for Dakota Wesleyan. Klecker on the right wing, fakes the handoff to Nielsen, goes to Gustafson. Gustafson puts it on the deck, and now the ball's down on the floor. And swept her, the uh, legs got swept away from Maya Wilson. And Carly Gustafson has just picked up foul number two. And now the defenders are going to have to navigate some foul trouble. What was it, about 60 seconds ago I said, well, everybody's spreading the fouls out. Well, that means a lot of players had one. And now a couple of players have two. And Maya Wilson... 55% free throw shooter, makes the first one, cuts it down to 24-20, and she's got another one coming. This is the eighth free throw shot already by Dakota Wesley, and Dort hasn't gotten to the charity stripe yet. With the basketball, right-hand side, they go underneath Gustafson. Gustafson off of the glass, good. Gustafson held her ground. The Dakota Wesleyan fans wanted to travel. I didn't think it was underneath. I thought she held her pivot foot, but... Wilson with it. Obviously, the Dakota Wesleyan students saw it differently. Officials, though, and I in agreement. Happens once in a while. Right side it goes Sprakel. Sprakel against Gustafson. Puts it up in traffic. No good. And a foul on the rebound called against Wilson. Maya Wilson has just picked up foul number two. That is team foul number one on Wesleyan. So Wesleyan's in the bonus as well. While the defenders are not, Dakota Wesleyan can afford to play it pretty aggressively here. 26-20, Dort leading by six. They've led by as many as ten. Hymanson with it over to Nielsen on the left wing. Macy puts it on the deck one time. Now Schoenhoven, skip pass right side, Beckman. Beckman beyond the three-point line. Puts, uh, drives into lane, pull up, turn around, ten-footer, good. Backman spinning and falling away, gets that two-pointer to go. Dort leads 28-20. Dakota Wesleyan basketball, they go to Campbell. Campbell in traffic off the glass, good with the left hand. Jada Campbell put it up somewhere on the square, and it dropped through. 3-19 and counting, first half. With it, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven on the right-hand side, shovels it over to Nielsen. Nielsen at the top of the key, right side. 
to Klecker. Klecker to Skonhoven. Skonhoven. Skonhoven puts it up. Shot no good. Campbell took a swing at it and uh, bothered the shot. Now Campbell with it back. Dort leading by six. Wesleyan basketball. Edelman. Edelman with the basketball. Edelman. Back out front it goes Einan. Einan with it. Einan. Gets it back over to Austis. Austis, Reiner. Reiner wants a ball screen. Reiner hesitates, puts it up with the right hand. Good. Maddie Reiner with 10 points. And the defender lead is 28 to 24. Two and a half left to go in the half. With it out front is Hymanson. Hymanson to Beckman. Beckman into the corner. Nielsen. Nielsen with the basketball. Nielsen, 17 footer. Good. Macy Nielsen with that two-point bucket, and the Dort lead is 30-24. to 24. Let's see if the defenders can get a stop. It's getting harder for Dort on, the off- on Dakota Wesleyan's offensive end. Shot by Campbell, no good. Rebound tipped out of bounds, last touch by Dort, and it will be Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Bill Harmson down on the Dort bench. Didn't think so. He is letting Chad Voskel know he doesn't agree with the call. Shot in traffic off of the glass on the inbounds play. Isabel Enan got the two-point basket. And the Dort lead is 30-26, under two minutes to go in the half. Seavers for the basketball. Seavers directing traffic, says, I don't want the ball screen. Waves Schoenhoven out. Comes back, right side, Klecker. Klecker to Seavers. Seavers, 15-footer. Good. Macy Seavers with the two-point bucket, her first. And the Dort lead is 32-26. to 26. Wesleyan basketball. They throw it in for Campbell. Campbell puts it up with the left hand. Missed it. No good. And the rebound taken away by Nielsen. There's the defensive stop you were looking for for the defenders. Nielsen into the corner, Klecker. Klecker thought about the three, gets it away to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven drives in and Campbell bumps her. And Jada Campbell has just been called for the personal foul. Janie will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Schoenhoven's been working for that most of the evening. So Campbell will check out of the ball game with two. So now both teams with some foul trouble to work through. Dort's a little more significant. Three starters with two fouls each. Schoenhoven, first free throw, rattles it good. She's got five. Another one on the way for Janie, trying to make it an eight-point ball game. 117 left to play. And Schoenhoven makes the second one. If she makes her first, she normally makes her second. Dort leading by eight, 34 to 26. Reiner. Pass, right side. They throw it to Sprakel. Sprakel against Schoenhoven. Up of the right hand, no good. There for the rebound, though, and the putback is Rosenquist, and Schoenhoven couldn't challenge the shot like she would like. Just trying to get her to halftime with only a couple of fouls. Under a minute to go, Dort leading 34-28. They try to give it back to Seavers, and Seavers on the give and go. Rosenquist was set up and took the charge. And so Macy Seavers has just picked up her first personal foul. That is a player control foul, so no free throws. Under a minute to go. Dort leading 34-28. Wesleyan has the basketball. Tigers have it. Edelman. Edelman on the right-hand side, sizing things up. Edelman with it on the wing. Now throws to Reiner. Reiner guarded by Klecker. Reiner back outside it goes. Off-balance shot, no good. Nine seconds on the shot clock. 
Rosenquist back outside Reiner, five to shoot. Reiner, off balance shot, rattles it in. Reiner with the two, she's got 12, and it's been that kind of night for Maddie Reiner. Couple buzzer beaters on shot clock violations, and the Dort defenders now for the basketball. Final shot of the half, eight seconds to go. Ro- Seavers takes it in, blocked. Taken back by Rosenquist. Rosenquist throws it to the corner, and it's tapped away by Seavers, and that's how the half will end. Dort 34, Dakota Wesleyan 30. One half of basketball complete here at the Corn Palace. Let's take a two-minute break, and we'll be back with a recap of the first half of action right after this. Today's broadcast brought to you by Cruise and Cruise PC, certified public accountant, 722-3375, offices in Sioux Center and Lamar's. Helping you attain your financial goals, it's their commitment. By Sioux Center Health, partnering with Dort University, providing quality care to all athletes. By Joyner and Zwart Dentistry, providing implants, dentures, and dental care for your whole family in a moderate and friendly atmosphere. By American State Bank, a proud supporter of Defender Athletics, American State Bank member FDIC. By Northside Body Shop, and you expect the very best in the repair of your vehicle. Call Northside Body Shop today, serving the Sioux Center area since 1955, 712-722-2313. By Premier Communications, Northwest Iowa's leading internet provider. And by the Pizza Ranch, cheering on the defenders with buffet carryout and delivery. By the City of Sioux Center, providing excellent quality of life and municipal services through a spirit of progressive cooperation. And by Money Concepts Financial Planning Center in Sioux Center, using a holistic approach to wealth management, Refined by years of experience, making them an efficient and productive wealth management company. And by Furniture Mart. Find furniture, mattresses, flooring, paint, and window treatments at your local Furniture Mart. Family owned and located in downtown Sioux Center. We are at halftime with the Dort defenders leading Dakota Wesleyan at half, 34-30. to Both teams struggled from the floor in the first five minutes. In fact, we went the we went to the 438 mark of the half, of the quarter before both teams had a bucket. It was two to two at that point. We were tied at two, four, and six. Dakota Wesleyan had a couple of one-point leads. Dort, though, took the lead at the end of the first quarter and then got a two by McKenna Clacker, followed by a three by McKenna Clacker to make it 17-11. to They extended the lead up to as many as 20. The most recent, 20, uh, the, there was a one 10-point lead that was at 24-19. to Wesleyan got it down to 24 to 20. Dort extended it back to eight, and the most recent eight-point lead was 34 to 26. Thank you, uh, 34 to 26. But then a couple of field goals by Dakota Wesleyan closed the half and made our halftime score Dort 34, Dakota Wesleyan 30. Reminder that our pregame and postgame shows brought to you by Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer with seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. 
While the defenders have led by as many as 10, they settled for a four-point lead at the half. Also have some foul trouble to navigate. Dort with three players with two fouls apiece. Dakota Wesleyan with two players with two fouls apiece. And uh, Maddie Reiner having one of those nights. She's got 12 to lead the Tigers while the defenders are topped by Bailey Beckman and McKenna Klecker unofficially with seven points apiece. Let's take a two-minute break. We'll be back with a rundown of all the numbers right after this two-minute timeout. Here are the numbers for the first half of this women's basketball game. We begin with the Dort defenders. They are 15 of 27 from the floor, 56%, 2 for 8 on threes, 25%, 2 for 2 from the free throw line, 100%. For Dakota Wesleyan, they are 11 of 30 from the floor, 37%, 2 for 4 on threes, 50%, and 6 of 8 from the free throw line, 75%. Dakota Wesleyan with a 17 to 15 rebounding edge. Turnovers. Dort has committed five. Dakota Wesleyan has committed three. So other than field goal shooting, every other notable notable category, Dakota Wesleyan has uh, the favor. And uh, individually, Dort led by Bailey Beckman with seven. McKenna Klecker also with seven. Six each for Carly Gustafson and Janie Sconehoven. Two each for Hayden Hymanson and Faith Van Holland. Two for Macy Nielsen, two for Macy Seavers. Four Dort's total of 34. For Dakota Wesley and Maddie Reiner with 12. Five of nine from the floor, two for three on threes. And uh, five of her points coming in the closing seconds of a couple of shot clocks. And uh, one of them more or less a desperation three. That line drive through. Other than that, uh, every other shot she had looked pretty good. Six points for Riley Rosenquist, four for Isabel Enan, two each for Austis and Sprakel, one for Maya Wilson, and one for Morgan Edelman for their total of 30 points. The defenders, three rebounds each for Hayden Hymanson, Carly Gustafson, and Macy Seavers. Three assists for Hayden Hymanson, three assists for Macy Seavers. One block shot as well for Macy Seavers. For Dakota Wesleyan, Four rebounds for Morgan Edelman, four for Riley Rosenquist. Three uh, three assists for Morgan Edelman. And one block shot unofficially for, uh, officially I should say for Morgan Edelman. Jada Campbell does not have credit for a block shot, but she has bothered numerous shots through the course of this first half. We're at halftime, Dort leading 34-30. Let's take a two-minute break, and when we're back, we'll take a look at what else is happening around the conference. You're listening to Dort Basketball on KIHK and the Dort Media Network. Back with more after this. Halftime scores as we glance at the rest of the league. Hastings and Concordia tied 33-33 over in Seward. Northwestern leads Morningside in women's play at halftime in Sioux City, 41-40. Jamestown running away from Mount Marty right now up in Jamestown, 36-14. It's Briarcliff by four over Midland in Fremont, 32-28. And the College of St. Mary over Doan, 43-33. Here in Mitchell, Dort leads Dakota Wesley in 34 
32-30. Coming up tomorrow night, Dort men's volleyball on the Dort Media Network and at the DeWitt Gym as the defenders take on Central Christian. That's a conference school out of Kansas, and they'll play uh, against uh, Kansas Wesleyan on Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Also coming up this weekend, Dort men's and women's basketball on the road to Hastings on Saturday. 2 o'clock start time for the women and a 3.45 start time for the men. Dort versus Hastings, and you can hear those games on KIHK and the Dort Media Network. Track and field teams are in, uh, have a, they'll be in uh, Mount Marty or at Yankton, I should say, this weekend, and then it's a split squad the following weekend, and uh, that indoor track and field season, that one happens in a hurry. Their conference championship the same weekend as the last conference doubleheader for the defenders in basketball as they go on the road to Jamestown, North Dakota. That's coming up in mid-February. Also coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, one week from Friday, in fact, it'll be the uh, regular season finale for the Dort Defender hockey team as uh, they will host a pair of games against a nationally rated Missouri State team. That's a week from Friday and Saturday. And then uh, two weeks from this Friday and Saturday, we get rolling with indoor softball at the ASB Sports Complex, the Dort Defender softball program, hosting the first of three weekends in a row of softball. 16 games between the two dates on two fields. On uh, Two weeks from Friday and Saturday. And uh, if you love softball and you need that fix, uh, that'll be available for you in uh, the second weekend in February. We're at halftime. Dort leading Dakota Wesleyan 34-30. Let's take another two. Let's take a one-minute break, and we'll be back with the second half of basketball from the Corn Palace in Mitchell right after this one-minute timeout. Thirty-four to thirty, the Dort defenders leading Dakota Wesleyan and GPAC women's basketball at halftime. Both teams have cleared the floor for the second half, and we are just about set to resume play. Reminder that uh, bringing you the pregame and postgame shows all season long on the Dort Media Network and KIHK. It's Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer with seven locations in Northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. Looks like the defenders will begin with their original starting five. Dakota Wesley encountering with Edelman, Enan, Rosenquist, Reiner, and Campbell. So both teams with the original starting fives. And Dakota Wesley over the basketball as we pick up play here in the second half. Edelman hands it off to Rosenquist. Rosenquist right side to Enan. Enan with the basketball looking down low for Reiner. Throw it down low, Campbell. Campbell working against Sconehoven. Puts her shoulder into Sconehoven. Bulls her way to the hoop, and Jada Campbell has two. 34-32, our score. That's going to be a tough defensive matchup for the defenders if that's allowed. Now with time, Campbell just simply put her shoulder into the right end of Sconehoven, and Sconehoven tried to hold her ground, but the leverage that time going to Campbell... Three-point shot by Bailey Backman answering. She's got 10. 
And the defender lead is 37-32. They throw it in again to Campbell. It's taken away by Gustafson on the entry pass. Pass deflected, taken back by Van Hollen. Throws it right side. Backman, three ball on the way. Bang, bang, bang. Bailey Backman, the busted play. 13 points for Backman, and the Dort defenders lead at 40-32. They throw it in to Campbell. Campbell, they dive down as she puts it on the floor. Reiner, three, no good. Rebound cleared by the defenders. Coming up with it is Hymanson. Hymanson into the front court. Feeds Van Hollen the trailer. Schoenhoven on the baseline. Schoenhoven back outside Hymanson. Hymanson throws it outside to Gustafson, and Hymanson's going to be called for an offensive foul on the wing. Just a little bit too eager to clear out some space with that forearm. That's foul number two called on Hayden Hymanson. And back we go the other way, Dakota Wesleyan with the basketball. So Dort looking to get the momentum back on the defensive end. Enan throws a right side over to Edelman. Edelman with the throw over the top, finds Campbell. Campbell, kick out pass out front, Rosenquist. Rosenquist downhill, lays it up with the left hand, good. Rosenquist with eight, Dort leads 40 to 34. Dort with the basketball, Hymanson, Gustafson. Gustafson back over to Beckman. Beckman to the baseline, nothing there, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven picks it up, now back over to Beckman at the top of the key, dribbles with the left hand, pulls up, eight-footer, rolls it in. Two-point bucket for Bailey Beckman. Beckman now with 15, and the defender lead is 42-34. to 34. With it on the right-hand side, Dakota Wesley and Enan. They throw it in to Campbell. Campbell kick-out pass, Rosenquist. Rosenquist, three, no good. Long rebound, though, cleared by Edelman. Edelman throws it back out front to Enan. Enan with the basketball, wants a ball screen from Campbell. Campbell's going to be called for an offensive foul. That's number three on her. Jada Campbell gave that little hip check and gets whistled for the offensive foul on the screen. She'll check out of the ball game, and the Dort defenders will throw it in with Carly Gustafson. Gustafson to Hymanson. Hymanson will walk it up the floor. Dort by eight with a basketball. Hymanson looking down low, and we've got a foul called away from the ball. That's going to go on Hanson. That's number one on her. Aspen Hanson whistled for foul number one. Team foul number two on Dakota Wesleyan. Dakota Wesleyan's student section a little restless to my left. Pass over the top. They find Gustafson. Gustafson down to the baseline. Nothing there. Throws it back out front. Hymanson right side. Van Hollen. Van Hollen throws it inside. Carly off of the glass. Too strong. No good. And Carly has just picked up her third personal foul on the offensive rebound. So Gustafson whistled for the personal foul. That's foul number three on her. And Dakota Wesleyan will bring the ball into the front court. McKenna Klecker picks herself up off of the bench. See if Wesleyan goes after Gustafson. Gustafson, 17 minutes left to go in the half. Picks up her third. She's on the floor right now on the defensive end. Needs to be wise here with an eight-point lead. Out front with the basketball is Enan. Enan with it. Nine to shoot. Now eight. They throw it high post. Rosenquist working on Van Holland. Van Holland puts it up, and Rosenquist gets the two to go. Rosenquist with 10. Dort leads 42 to 36. Rosenquist, a freshman, coming off an 18-point performance in their win over Doan on Saturday. Throw it right side, Beckman. Beckman down to the baseline, cut off. Gives it back to Gustafson. Gustafson, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven off of the glass. Good on the assist by Gustafson. 44-36, Dort leading. 
Wesleyan quickly up the floor. They're looking inside for Sprakel. They throw it back out front, Hansen. Right side, Edelman. Edelman back to Hansen. Hansen at the top of the key. They go to Rosenquist. Rosenquist, Sprakel. Sprakel puts it up. Her leaner, no good. Rebound, Gustafson. Dort gets a stop on the defensive end. Here come the defenders for the basketball. Hymanson to the trailer. Gustafson, 5.50 left to play. Third quarter, Dort by eight with the basketball. Right side pass, it goes to Hymanson. Hymanson, Gustafson, and Gustafson is shoved from behind by Aspen Hansen. That's number two on her. So Hansen whistled for foul number two. That is team foul number three against Wesleyan in this period. Gustafson and Van Hollen check out along with Hymanson. Sedort went long enough with Gustafson with three on the floor. They were able to get back into their regular substitution pattern. Seavers throwing the ball in. Jada Campbell back in the game for Dakota Wesleyan with three personals. They go to Seavers. Seavers spins. Back it goes to Sconehoven. Sconehoven jumper no good. And Janie's going to pick up a foul on the rebound. That's a cheap one. Sconehoven trying to get around Campbell and uh, just a little bit too aggressive. And Janie has just picked up her third. 44 to 36. There are some fouls that you'll take, and there are other ones where you'd love to have it back, and that's one of those where really didn't impact the play a whole lot. With the basketball out front is Austis. Austis with it. Austis. Rosenquist. Rosenquist splits the defense, and Riley Rosenquist with a dozen. Dort leads 44-38. Rosenquist able to get into lane. She's starting to cause some trouble there. Seavers with it on the right-hand side. Comes back over to Beckman. Beckman with the basketball in the lane. Her leaner up, no good. Rebound cleared by Reiner. Reiner with the outlet pass. Reiner gets it away to Ostas. Ostas to Edelman. Edelman with the basketball. Edelman to Enan. Enan with it. Enan with it on the left wing. She throws it over to Reiner. Reiner with the basketball. Reiner gives it up. Edelman, ball deflected out, and it's down on the floor now, and Nielsen has it, and we've got a tie-up. It'll be Dort basketball on the jump ball. Well, Rosenquist, for those of you following Northwest Iowa basketball for a long time, she's the daughter of Randy Rosenquist. He was a standout at Heelan back in the 80s, went on to play at USD in the 90s. Riley is a Dakota Dunes. She was uh, played at Dakota Valley. Finds herself here in Mitchell, South Dakota. And she's starting to find her footing as a freshman. She's got a dozen points, averaging 16 points per game. Nielsen with the basketball after the tie-up. They go to Gustafson. Gustafson off of the glass, good. Carly Gustafson with eight. Dort leading 46-38. to 38. Back we go the other way. Wesleyan basketball. Wesleyan up front, Hansen. So Gustafson went in for Sconehoven this time. Both have three personals. Ball's down on the floor. Nielsen forces a jump ball and quick on the whistle. It'll be Wesleyan basketball. Nielsen took it away in effect, but the quick whistle and the jump ball, it'll stay with Wesleyan. They've got 15 seconds on the shot clock. 46-38 hour score. Dort leading by eight. Throwing the ball in will be Reiner. Reiner to throw it in. Gustafson guarding her on the right side of the lane as we face the hoop down on the near side. 
Pass goes underneath and unable to get the shot off was Enan. Back around the horn they go Hanson. Hanson to Wilson. Wilson over the basketball. Have it on the right-hand side, Reiner. Reiner trying to spin into the lane. They bring the double team and it's... And we have a shot clock violation called on Dakota Wesleyan as Rosenquist got the shot too late and Dort will have the basketball. 46-38, Dort with the basketball. Three uh, left to go in the third period. Seavers has it, guarded there by Maya Wilson. Seavers spins, gets it to Van Hollen. Dort has led by as many as 10 tonight. Not since the first half, though. Gustafson with it on the left-hand side. 12 to shoot. Back out front it goes Seavers. Seavers with it. 10 to shoot. Seavers splits the defense. Lays it up with the right hand. Missed it. No good. Fight for the basketball. It's taken back by Wilson. Wilson with a defensive rebound. Seavers, I thought she had that one, but it trickles off the rim. Rebound cleared. Here comes Wesleyan. Right side, Wilson. Wilson with the basketball. Gets a ball screen. Dort going under the screens. Wesleyan, they throw it. Look inside for Reiner. Back it goes Hansen. Hansen with it. Ten to shoot for Dakota Wesleyan. Enan. Enan trying to go downhill. They come back outside Rosenquist. Rosenquist in the lane. Her shot no good. Rebound cleared by Nielsen. Nielsen to Seavers. Seavers with it. 2.50 left to go in the period. Throw it into the corner. Klecker, three on the way. Missed it. No good. Long rebound. Take it away by Reiner. Here comes Dakota Wesley and Reiner on the run. Reiner drives in, drops it off, and we've got a foul called on Klecker on the defense. Free throws on the way for Aspen Hansen as she had a sure two, and Klecker commits her second foul to prevent that from happening. Rosenquist will check out of the ballgame. Austis checks in. Sprakel checks into the game. Reiner checks out. 2.38 left to play in this quarter. Hansen shooting two. First one is up and good. Hansen from Del Rapids. She's a junior. 46-39 pending another free throw. This one is up, and that one rolls around and falls through. So Hansen makes them both. It's 46-40. to 40, Dort by half a dozen with 2.38 left to play in the third period. Dort will inbound the basketball. Carly Gustafson throws it into Seavers. Seavers will bring it up the floor. So Seavers takes it up for the defenders. Dort by six with the ball. Seavers directing traffic, high post pass to Gustafson. Gustafson gets around Sprakel, lays it up, count the hoop, and she is fouled. Sprakel whistled for the personal foul. That's foul number one on the sophomore from Crofton, and Gustafson will go to the free throw line for a three-point play opportunity, and I wondered how long Dakota Wesleyan would go with this lineup simply because I thought, who's going to score? Well, I got my question. It was one possession. Now they bring Reiner and Campbell back into the game for offense. Gustafson will shoot a free throw, trying for the old-fashioned three-point play. She's got 10. Free throw is up and good. She's got 11. Gustafson is out. Sconehoven is in. 49-40, Dort leading. 2.25 left to go, third period. Wesleyan will bring the basketball up. Edelman, Edelman out front. Edelman, they give it up to Campbell. Campbell to Austis. Austis with the left hand. They'll try to force her right instead. They throw it inside for Campbell. Campbell kick out pass. Austis, Austis flips it up with the right hand. Good. 
Austis does have a right hand. She gets it to go over the drive. Didn't look comfortable with it, but she got it to go. Just got it up on the glass, and gravity took care of the rest. With the basketball, Hymanson throw it inside. Schoenhoven squares up, gets around Campbell, lays it up with the right hand. Good. Janey with 10. Dort leading 51 to 42. 140 and counting for third quarter. Campbell, they're looking for the pass down low. Help defense by Seavers from the corner. Instead, they go back out front. Reiner, Reiner to Campbell. Campbell against Schoenhoven. Off the glass, no good. Rebound taken away by Seavers. Here comes Dort with a chance to build on the nine-point lead. 51-42, our score. Beckman with the basketball. Beckman goes underneath. Hymanson, Clacker, Seavers. Seavers into the lane. Spins back over for Sconey. 17-footer, too strong, no good. Rebound tipped around and goes out of bounds. Last touch by Dakota Wesley, and it'll be Dort basketball. Seavers able to create enough static underneath on that rebound attempt that the ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Wesley, and now Wesleyan will go defense for offense for this possession. They'll get Campbell off the floor with three personals with 109 left to go in the third. Pass goes in over the top, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven might have traveled with it, now lost it on the dribble as they brought the double team. Reiner hesitates. Man, she covers a lot of ground with that dribble. Pass goes back over to Austis, sets, fires her three, good. Ren Austis with seven, 51 to 45. It's not picture perfect, but she shot enough of them that they go in. 51 to 45, our score. Been saying that since he was a freshman. It's not how you would teach someone to shoot necessarily, but the end result is what they want. Pass goes left side. Seavers. Seavers into the corner. Clucker. Beckman shows it. She'll drive in. Puts it up. Short. No good. Reiner bothered the shot. And now Wesleyan with a chance to cut into the six-point lead. Shot clock is off. It'll be Dort basketball on the next held ball or dead ball or the uh, quarter break. So let's see if Dort can get a stop here. Wesleyan basketball, Rosenquist. 13 seconds, Rosenquist holding the ball at center court. She passes over to Edelman. Edelman with it on the right wing. They go back to Rosenquist. Rosenquist turning, shot no good. Rebound, Hymanson under a second to go, and Dort gets a defensive stop to end the third period. So Dort builds on their third, uh, their halftime lead by two. They lead 51-45 to 45 as we head to the fourth quarter of play. Let's take another one-minute break, and we'll be back with the fourth quarter of action right after this. Today's broadcast brought to you by Premier Communication, Northwest Iowa's leading Internet provider, by American State Bank, member FDIC, also brought to you by Mr. Center Pizza Ranch, cheering on the defenders with buffet carryout and delivery. Dort with the lead and the basketball as we pick up play here in the fourth quarter on the floor for the defenders. It'll be Seavers, Van Holland, Beckman, Schoenhoven, and Gustafson. For the Tigers, it'll be Rosenquist, Edelman. And on the right-hand side on the defense, that is Reiner. Down to the baseline, Gustafson cut off. Gustafson picks up her dribble. Dort with a six-point lead into the corner, Van Holland. 
Faith loops it over the top. Seavers still 15 to shoot. Seavers with it on the elbow. Back to Sconehoven. Right side Van Hollen. Nine to shoot. Now Gustafson. Seven to shoot. Out on the wing. Puts it on the floor. Reverse layup. No good. Gustafson with it. Two on the clock. Gets it to go. And it's Dort's turn to get a buzzer beater. Gustafson with 13. Dort leads 53 to 45. They throw it in for Campbell. Campbell kick out pass. Reiner. Three on the way. Good. Maddie Reiner with her third three. She's got 15, and the Dort lead is 5, 53 to 48. Nine minutes and nine seconds remaining. Pass comes back over to Sconehoven. Gustafson, Gustafson with it on the wing. Gustafson back over to Sconehoven to Beckman. Beckman with the basketball. Beckman, 12 to shoot. Back to Gustafson straight on three. No good, and the ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Dort. It will be... Dakota Wesleyan basketball with a chance to cut into the five-point advantage. Dort's led since the end of the first quarter. Wesleyan has hung around, though. They still only trail by five, 8.40 remaining. Ball deflected by Seavers, picked back up by Edelman. Edelman on the busted play, Reiner. Reiner looking for Campbell. They throw it inside, Campbell. Campbell against Sconehoven, shot no good in the lane. And the ball goes out of bounds, last touch by Wesleyan. It'll be Dort basketball. I had a pretty good look at that, and I thought it was off of Wesleyan. Happened right in front of me. Jason Christensen on the Dakota Wesleyan bench does not agree, and I can understand that. With the basketball, Dort will have it back. Seavers, so Dort with the lead and the basketball, 8-20 and counting. With it on the right-hand side, Seavers, Seavers to Beckman, Beckman with the basketball, Beckman to Sconehoven, working against Reiner, reversal, Van Hollen, three on the way, high arcer, no good. Rebound taken away by Wesleyan, Wesleyan on the run, Reiner, Reiner, and she, she carries that ball, she gets her hand under it on that hesitation, makes it hard to defend her. Comes back out front, this is Reiner, Reiner puts up another three, it's in and out, no good. Rebound Beckman, Beckman with the basketball, doesn't have the numbers, Bailey on the run, stops, pops, 17-footer, too strong, no good. And the rebound cleared by Reiner. Here comes Rosenquist, Rosenquist in traffic. Rosenquist puts it up, it's off of the glass, no good. Rebound Gustafson, Gustafson over to Seavers, Seavers up the floor, right side, Van Holland. Van Holland lets traffic clear and her shot won't go. That was one you'd love to have uh, back. Van Holland did everything but finish it. Now Reiner driving in, and Reiner picks it up, and now we've got a timeout on the floor, charge to Dakota Wesleyan. Helter-skelter basketball right now, and this timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in 30 seconds. So Wesleyan calls the timeout to preserve the possession. They still got 20 seconds on the shot clock. 7.18 left to go in the game. Neither team has a foul yet. Wesleyan has used two timeouts. Dort has all five of theirs remaining. Wesleyan throws the ball in to Campbell. Campbell with it on the wing, guarded there by Sconehoven. They give it up, Rosenquist. Rosenquist underneath, puts it up, good. Rosenquist able to get around her defender, lays it up with the right hand. She's got 14, and the defender lead is 53-50. to 50. Dort needs a bucket now. Left side it goes to Klecker. Klecker with the basketball. 
Wesleyan has cut six points off of what was a nine-point lead. Gustafson shot no good. There for the rebound, Sconehoven. Back to Gustafson. Nothing there for Gustafson. Comes back over to Hymanson. Hymanson right side, Backman. 13 to shoot for the defenders. Backman hesitates, drives, 15-footer, splash. 15-foot jumper by Backman from straight on. 17 for Backman. And the defenders lead at 55 to 50. Campbell, they throw it inside for Campbell. Traveled with it, no call made. Puts it up in traffic. Off the glass, no good. Sconehoven held their ground. Here come the defenders. Right side it goes Klecker. Klecker, stutter step. Back over to Hymanson. Hymanson with the ball. Dort by five. Hymanson floats it up. And they're going to call a charge on Hymanson. Hymanson, a floater from 10, got the shot to go, but they wave it off as the defensive player was set in the middle of the lane. According to the official, Ryan Fries, he along with Josh Junker and Chad Voskel, calling the balls and strikes tonight. 55 to 50, Dort leading by five. 6-11 left to play, ball game. Gustafson will check out of the ball game. Defenders right now of Klecker and Van Holland. Trying to squeeze a little break here for Carly. With it out front is Edelman. Edelman with the basketball. Enan. Enan with the ball. Enan back over to Campbell. Jada Campbell looking inside. They run some interference down low. Back out front, Enan. Enan to Campbell. Campbell. Campbell will put up the long shot and she hits a three. Jada Campbell with the three, 55 to 53. Dort with a two point lead. So Wesleyan making it interesting here and an unlikely three point shot that time by Jada Campbell and the Dort lead is two. Van Holland with the basketball. She looks left side, gets it to Hymanson. Hymanson to Schoenhoven, 15 footer, too strong, no good. That is the third made three-pointer by Wesleyan's Jada Campbell this season. And the Dort defenders are forced to use a timeout with 5.20 remaining in regulation. Dort with a two-point lead. Wesleyan with the momentum. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in one minute. hour score. Dort with a two-point lead and trying to weather the storm right now. And it feels like the defenders are in the middle of it right now. Four timeouts remaining for the defenders. Three for the Wesleyan Tigers. We have had one foul called here in the fourth quarter. That was against the defenders. That was a charge. So 5-17 and counting, ball game with a basketball, Edelman. Edelman out front to Enan. Enan with a basketball to Rosenquist. Rosenquist with it. Rosenquist gets it away to Reiner. Reiner with a basketball. Reiner, round the horn they go back over to Edelman. Edelman to Rosenquist, 10 to shoot. They'll try to put get Rosenquist on the deck. They pass it to Campbell. Campbell off of the glass, no good. Rebound taken away by Seavers. Seavers with a basketball. Seavers into the front court. Seavers, left-hand side, Van Hollen. Van Hollen with the basketball. Van Hollen gives it up, Sconehoven. Sconehoven puts it up, and she is fouled on the play by Jada Campbell. That's number four on her. Janie will go to the free throw line. She will shoot a pair of free throws. Carly Gustafson will check in. Bailey Beckman will check out. Still long ways to go on this one. 4.40 left to play in regulation. 
Sprakel will check in. Campbell will check out. That's Jada Campbell checking out. So two free throws on the way for Janie Schoenhoven. Macy Nielsen will check in now. Checking out is McKenna Klecker. So two free throws on the way for Schoenhoven. She's got 10. First one on the way is good. So Janie Schoenhoven now with 11. Second free throw on the way, trying to extend the Dort lead. This one's up and good as well. So Schoenhoven buries them both, four for four today. Dort leading by four, 57 of 53, 435 remaining. Edelman with it out front, it goes Enan. Enan to Rosenquist, Rosenquist back right side, it goes Reiner. Reiner spins into the lane, nothing there. Back to Edelman, Edelman with it out front. Right side, they look for the pass down low. Sprakel, Sprakel, Sprakel with the left hand. Too strong, no good. Rebound Sconehoven. Sconehoven to Seavers. Here comes Dort with 4.08 left to play in the game. Dort with a four-point lead and the basketball. Left side it goes to Nielsen. Nielsen with the basketball out front. Gustafson, Gustafson looking for the backdoor cut. Nobody there. Now tries to throw it into Sconehoven, and it's taken away by Sprakel as she bumps Sconehoven offline. Here comes Wesley in over the basketball, Enan. Enan back over to Edelman out front. Edelman right side, Rosenquist. Rosenquist, Edelman, Edelman. Back it goes Reiner, three, no good. Rebound fought four, and it's kicked out of bounds. Last touch by Dort, it'll be Wesley in basketball. Ball ended up rolling on the floor out to the sideline in front of the seating here at Wesleyan opposite the bench area. So they'll inbound about 23 feet up the sideline. They get it into Edelman. Three and a half left to go in the game. Out front, Rosenquist guarded there by Nielsen. Nielsen not given any ground, but Rosenquist muscles it up. Rosenquist wouldn't be denied as she wills that one through. Dort leads 57-55 with a basketball. Seavers up the floor, 3-10 left to play in regulation. Seavers directing traffic. Doesn't look like Dort's on the same page. Now they are Gustafson right wing guarded there by Sprakel. Gustafson right side it goes to Seavers. Seavers backing her way in. Double team. Sconehoven has Nielsen open in the corner. Seavers underneath lost it. Probably a little too deep with that drive, and it goes out of bounds. Last touch by Dort. It'll be Wesley in basketball with a chance to tie or take the lead. Nielsen and Van Hollen check out. Klecker and Beckman are back in. So right now you've got the starting five on the floor. Well, only three of the starting five on the floor with Klecker, Schoenhoven, Gustafson, Seavers, and Beckman. Left side it goes. Rosenquist, Rosenquist, they look for Campbell down low. Campbell, ball's deflected and taken back by the defenders. They get a gift. Here come the defenders, Seavers. Dort with the basketball, two and a half left to go in regulation. Seavers with it out front. Macy puts it on the floor, intended for Klecker. Lost it, picks it up, back over to Schoenhoven. 15 to shoot for the defenders, 2.16 on the game clock. Beckman will back it out, 10 seconds remaining. 10 on the shot clock, and Beckman is tripped up on the play, and she will go to the free throw line to shoot two, and she went down hard. 
Bailey Backman fouled on the play, and she'll go to the free throw line to shoot two. She's got 17 tonight. And she was tripped up on the play by Rosenquist. That's Rosenquist's first personal foul. So with 2.08 left to go in the game, Dort with a chance to extend the lead. First free throw by Backman up and through. Dort hasn't had a ton of free throw opportunities, but for the most part have taken advantage. Second free throw on the way for Backman. Rattles it no good. 58-55, Dort leading by three. That's the first miss of the game for the defenders from the free throw line in seven tries. Backdoor cut, tipped and taken away by Backman. Backman with a steal under two to go. Backman with a basketball up the floor, and Dort's going to use the timeout, I believe. Bill Harmson calls for a timeout. With 1.50 left to go in regulation, Dort uses their second timeout of the ballgame. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in 30 seconds. A reminder that uh, Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer with seven locations in Northwest Iowa, makes our pregame and postgame shows on the Dort Media Network and on KIHK Possible. You can visit them at wirelessworld.com. 1.50 left to go in the game. Dort uses a timeout. Schoenhoven inbound the basketball. Janie looking, still looking, and finds Backman. Backman with it. Out front, Seavers. Seavers with the basketball. 1.45 left to go in the game. Dort with three-point lead and the ball. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Seavers has it poked away by Edelman. Edelman with the basketball. Ball deflected by Gustafson. Picked up by Edelman. Now stolen back by Beckman. Beckman with the basketball in the backcourt. Bailey with the ball up the floor. 125 left to go. My goodness. Dort with the basketball. Beckman hands it back over to Seavers. Seavers sets the offense. Now Seavers has it on the right-hand side. Beckman with the ball. Bucket here would be huge. Gustafson with it on the right-hand side. Carly back over to Seavers, seven to shoot, now five. Confusion, Seavers underneath. Seavers, Sconey, baseline jumper, in and out, no good. There you round for Gustafson, and Gustafson is fouled on the play. 60 seconds left to go, and Carly is fouled on the putback attempt. Gustafson will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Gustafson has shot one free throw tonight. Neither team has shot many. Wesleyan has shot just two in the second half. They shot eight in the first half. Gustafson's first free throw rolls around and falls through. Another one on the way for Gustafson, trying to extend it to five with one minute remaining. Dort does have fouls to give as well. Second free throw by Gustafson. Off the mark, no good. Four-point lead for the defenders, 59-55. Now you're looking for a defensive stop. With it out front, Edelman. Edelman into the corner. They throw it to Campbell. Campbell, nothing there. Backdoor cut and a foul on the play called on Backman. 45 seconds remaining. So free throws on the way for Wesleyan and Morgan Edelman. Edelman one for two tonight. That's our only point of the game so far in 34 minutes of action. So Edelman will shoot two. She was one of two in the first half. She's a sophomore from Menno, South Dakota. 
And the right-hander will step up, shoot the free throw. First one is good. Trying to make it a two-point ball game now. 59-56, pending a free throw. Edelman, a second free throw. Two for three now from the charity stripe. And this one's up and good as well. Three for four. And the defenders will use a timeout to advance the basketball with under a minute to go. Dort calls the timeout. They have three timeouts remaining. Beg your pardon, I believe it'll be two now. So a timeout on the floor. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in 30 seconds. Here's your game reset. Possession arrow goes to Dakota Wesleyan. Team fouls. Dort has two. Wesleyan has three. So Wesleyan has one foul to give before the bonus. Dort has a couple to give. There's 45.4 seconds remaining in regulation, and Dort has a 59-57 lead at the moment. Wesleyan is led by Rosenquist with 16. Bailey Beckman has 18 for the defenders. Dort is inbounding on the sideline. Van Hollen to throw it in. And Van Hollen throws it out front for Seavers. Seavers with the basketball. And a reach-in foul called on Edelman. That's number two on Hearn. I'm not sure if that wasn't partly by design. And that'll get Jason Christensen's ire up as that really is a different foul than any we've seen called so far. We've not seen many touch fouls. That one was. Dort with the basketball, 20 seconds on the shot clock. 16 second difference, shot clock and game clock. Dort does have two timeouts remaining if they get in trouble. 12 seconds left now. Beckman with the basketball, 10 on the shot clock. Dort by two, Beckman with it, seven to shoot. Now six, Beckman into the corner, Faith, three, missed it, no good. Rebound cleared by Reiner, here comes Wesleyan. Wesleyan with the basketball, and the Tigers will call the timeout and believe they advance the basketball on the dribble so they cannot advance in the front court. And with 12.9 seconds remaining, it will be Wesleyan inbounding and Dort, those two fouls to give could come up pretty big right here. 12.9 seconds remaining. This timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. I believe Jason Christensen lobbying the officials saying, I, want the t- I wanted the timeout right away, I'm guessing, which meant they'd be able to advance it into the front court. The officials did not grant him a timeout until the player was advancing the basketball. So I'm curious to see what Chad Voskel, Josh Junker, and Ryan Fries will decide here. So far they're in the backcourt, and Ryan Fries has it on the far baseline, and it appears Wesleyan will have to go the length of the floor with 12.9 seconds remaining. Dort has two timeouts left, as does Wesleyan. Wesleyan trails by a pair. Seems like more often than not, these games at the Palace go down to the wire, and this one 
no different. The defenders do have fouls to give, and nobody has four fouls, so we'll see how they play this out. Wesley in with the basketball in the backcourt, bringing it up is Edelman. Edelman with the basketball, Edelman up the floor. Seavers tries to commit a foul, and now they call it with 6.1 seconds remaining. Wesleyan will inbound on the sideline. Dort with one more foul to give. So Wesleyan is down two, and now they'll have it on the sideline in the front court with 6.1 seconds remaining, and another timeout on the floor charged to Wesleyan. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in 30 seconds. Dort with a two-point lead. Wesleyan with the basketball as we pick up play here. Inbounding will be the Tigers. So the Tigers to throw it in on the sideline. They throw it into the corner. Reiner, Reiner with the basketball. Reiner into the lane, puts it up. Her shot hangs on the rim and falls in at the buzzer, and we're tied 59-59. We head to overtime. Ball held on the rim. And the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers force overtime as Reiner got a leaner in the lane to go for her 16th and 17th points. And we head to an extra session. Dort and Dakota Wesleyan tied 59 to 59. Let's take a one minute break and we'll be back with overtime right after this. So put another five minutes up on the board. Five minutes of free basketball here at the Corn Palace where the Dort defenders and Dakota Wesleyan Tiger women are headed to the extra session. Maddie Reiner with that two-point bucket moments ago for 16th and 17th points. The defenders, Janie Sconehoven will jump it up against a much taller Jada Campbell. And we are just about set for the resumption of play. Opening tap is up and controlled, and Wesleyan will have it. Wesleyan has not led since it was 11-10. Wesleyan basketball, they throw it into Reiner. Reiner squares up against Gustafson. Reiner fading away, 10-footer good. Maddie Reiner with a buzzer beater to tie it. She now has 19. And the defenders trail by two, 61-59. Biggest lead of the night for Wesleyan. Wesleyan on defense now. Sconehoven throws it in for Gustafson. Gustafson shows it against Campbell. Lays it up with the left hand. Good. Carly Gustafson with 16. Ties it at 61. Wesleyan basketball on the right-hand side. Reiner. Reiner throws it in for Campbell. Campbell against Sconehoven. Shot no good. And a foul called on the rebound against Rosenquist. 
Rosenquist whistled for the personal foul and we'll have free throws at the other end. Should be bonus time for the defenders and it will be. I believe it'll be Schoenhoven shooting free throws. For Rosenquist, that's foul number two. And they're gonna say Faith Van Holland was fouled on the play. I thought it was Schoenhoven, but they're gonna say Van Holland instead. Faith will shoot two. So two on the way for Van Holland. First one is up and good. That one was dead center. Another one on the way. Trying to make it a two-point lead again for the defenders with 4.15 left in the overtime, and Van Hollen's free throw is good. So Faith now with four points, and the defenders lead 63-61. to Wesleyan basketball up the floor, Edelman. Edelman with it at the top of the key. She feeds it right side. They look for the cutter, instead feed it up front. Reiner, Reiner, leaner in the lane, shot no good, rebound taken away by Van Holland. Van Holland in the backcourt, and Van Holland a jump ball as she's tied up on the play. This time possession arrow points to the defenders, and Macy Seavers is going to pop off of the bench. Through regulation, Dort 46% from the floor, 24 of 52. Wesleyan 22 of 54, 41%. Free throws, Wesleyan 10 of 12, Dort 7 of 9. Now Dort 9 of 11 after those two makes by Van Holland. With it in the front court is Rosenquist, uh, pardon me, is Seavers. Seavers against Rosenquist, feeds it Van Hollen, Gustafson. Gustafson underneath, lost it, picks it back up, feeds it back to Van Hollen, nine to shoot. Why didn't they reset the shot clock? The ball hit the rim. Five seconds left, now Backman driving in. Backman splits the defense and gets it to go. That could have been a big play. Instead, Backman takes the suspense out of it, makes it as the shot clock expires. 3.18 remaining. They look for the pass down low. Gustafson, well, I won't go into depth with it now. It all panned out okay. With it, Reiner. Reiner with it. Dort by four. Reiner looking for the pass down low. Reiner feeds it right side. They look down low. They get it to Campbell. Campbell puts it up off the glass. Good. Jada Campbell with nine. Dort leads 65-63. to Seavers for the basketball. Under three to go in the overtime. Seavers with it on the wing. They go to Gustafson. Gustafson turns, and it's dribbled off of Matty Reiner's foot and out of bounds. It'll be Dort basketball. 2.45 remaining in the ballgame. That's in overtime. Van Holland throws it in, gets it into Seavers. Seavers with it. Each team gets an extra timeout with the extra session. Gustafson squares up, shows it to Reiner, puts it up. Count the hoop, and she is fouled. Tough move, and Maddie Reiner commits the personal. Gustafson will go to the free throw line for a three-point play opportunity. Gustafson, that's something new as she came back with the inside hand, draws the foul, and will go to the free throw line to try and extend the Dort lead. Free throw is up for Carly, and good. Gustafson with 19, 68-63 as Gustafson converts the old-fashioned three-point play. Wesleyan basketball, Edelman, Edelman, they throw it down low, and what do we have? We've got a foul away from the ball. It's not going to be fouls or free throws yet. That is team foul number four against the defenders in this period, and that's going to go on Schoenhoven. That's four on Janie. So Dort will have to continue to navigate some foul issues. They throw it into Campbell, Campbell with the basketball. Jada Campbell, they look for Rosenquist underneath. Rosenquist against Van Holland. 
turns, muscles it up and gets it to go. Rosenquist with 18, the undersized post player strong down low. Dort with a three point advantage, 68-65 as we get close to the two minute mark. Reiner cuts off the defenders, but there's Sconehoven on the give from Gustafson and Sconehoven finishes. Janie with another two, she's got 14 off the assist from Gustafson. Throw it down low, ball deflected out, it's loose, picked up by Gustafson! Gustafson with the steal, and the Dort defenders will walk it up. They'll take it across the timeline. Beckman gives it off to Seavers. 135 and counting, overtime. And Seavers is fouled on the play out front by Edelman. Edelman did not want the clock to work down, and so Seavers will shoot two free throws. Couple big ones coming here. Extend it, extend the lead if you can. Macy, an 81% free thrower, first one up and good. Three points for Seavers, another one on the way. Second free throw on the way for Macy, 134 left in the overtime, and that one rattles down. Seavers knocks them both down, she's got four. She'll check out of the ball game, Klecker will check in, Dort leading by seven, guard the arc. 72 to 65, Dort by three possessions, 90 seconds left in the overtime. Pass out front, Rosenquist. Rosenquist downhill against Van Holland. Van Holland holding her ground. Rosenquist is fouled before the shot. And Rosenquist will go to the free throw line to shoot two. If, if Sconehoven didn't have four, I'd be tempted to give her a try on Rosenquist. But you can't do that because Rosenquist just wills her way into the lane. Van Holland picks up her third personal. Rosenquist, a 56% free throw shooter, will shoot two. Freshman makes the first one. She's got 19. Her season high is 22. 123 left to go in the overtime, 72-66. Second free throw by Rosenquist, up and through. Didn't look like a 56% free throw shooter that time, and the Dort lead is five, 72-67. Dort will inbound with the length of the floor in front of them, and they will use one of their three timeouts to talk things over as Wesleyan shows full-court pressuring defense. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in 30 seconds. Going extra minutes. Almost everything else has gone final. And uh, Doan and CSM, they're close to final. Dort leading 72-67 inbounding. Gustafson throws it in, finds Beckman. Beckman with the basketball up the floor. Bailey across the timeline. 118 and counting. Overtime, and Beckman is fouled at midcourt. And Einan commits the personal. So they'll put Beckman at the free throw line to shoot two. That is foul number one on Enan. So Beckman will shoot two. Bailey is a 76% free throw shooter. She has, by my count, 20 points tonight. She'll shoot two here. Free throw is up, good. Trying to extend it to a seven point lead. Beckman now with 21. Second free throw on the way for Beckman is up, buries it. Straight cash. 22 points for Beckman. Dort leads 74-67. 71 seconds left to go in the contest. This is overtime. 
Edelman out front, Enan. Enan drives in, puts it up, foul on Gustafson. That's number four on Carly on the help. And this is Taylor made for Wesley in here. Make up some ground with the clock stopped. And Taylor make it even further. Isabel Enan is a 88% free throw shooter this season, 24 of 27 at the moment. She's shooting two, averaging 10.7 points per game. She's been limited to four, now five. And she's got another one on the way. Enan in the first meeting of these two teams had 14. This one's up and good, 74 to 69, Dort by five. Gustafson gets the ball inbounded to Beckman, and Beckman has it, and she was nearly tied up on the play, but they say that Rosenquist was out of bounds as she contacted the ball. 102 remaining in regulation in the overtime. Dort leading 74 to 69. Gustafson gets it in to Seavers. Seavers with the basketball. Ahead to Beckman. Beckman with the basketball. Jailbreak. Had Sconehoven open. They find Sconehoven. Layup good. Janie Sconehoven all by herself. 16 points. 76-69. Wesleyan basketball. 50 seconds remaining. Looking for the pass down low for Rosenquist. Hymanson bothering her. Three on the way, no good. Rebound Rosenquist. Rosenquist off of the glass, good. Rosenquist with another two. She ties her season high and career high with a made basket. But now the defenders call a timeout with 40.4 seconds remaining and they can advance the basketball. Or did Wesleyan call the timeout to set up defense? No, they don't. Dort called the timeout, so they got one remaining. And Wesleyan has to play the foul game from here on out. By the way, this timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. This overtime has taken a while to play. We were at 7.30 when overtime began in these five minutes, or four-plus right now. Well, we're up against 13 minutes now. Going to get started late. And the Corn Palace... Well, a winged visitor making its way across the floor. Yep, we got a bat. Some may think it's a bird. It isn't. 76 to 71. They're well fed here in the Corn Palace. A few mice as well. Backman with the basketball at midcourt, and she's fouled. Isabel Enan. Commits the foul, that's number two on her, and Beckman will go to the free throw line to shoot two more free throws. Well, the best line I ever heard, one of the best lines about the Corn Palace. Wish I could take credit for it. First free throw up and good for Beckman. It's Tom Fredrickson who did USF games for many years. He called it the world's largest bird feeder. Second free throw by Backman is up and good. He's got 24 to Bailey. And the defenders lead at 78 to 71. 38.4 seconds remaining in the overtime session. Wesleyan will bring the basketball up the floor. With a head full of steam is Edelman. Edelman nearly throws it away. Picked up there by Enan. Enan with the basketball. Rosenquist. Rosenquist around the defense. Puts it up. Can't get the shot to go, but she's fouled. And she... Riley Rosenquist, if this team isn't hers, it's becoming her team, it appears to me. The freshman, she's stubborn. Got a little swagger to her, too, for a freshman. 22 points for Rosenquist, 26.7 seconds remaining. 
It's foul number three, oh, by the way, on the defenders, and Rosenquist's first free throw is up and good. She has become the go-to player in this game, at least, for Wesleyan. Another free throw on the way for Rosenquist. It's up and down. So Rosenquist makes them both. She's four for four in the overtime from the free throw line. She has scored eight of her team's ten points in the extra session. But the Dort defenders still hold a 78-73 lead with 26.7 seconds remaining. And Dort uses a timeout to advance the basketball. That's it. We'll have to play it without a timeout from here on out. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. I know you've had to wait extra time. Hopefully we can get you the Wireless World postgame show in a couple minutes. Really hope we don't have to go another extra session. But if that's what it takes for a defender win this evening, obviously Defender Nation will take that. Dort women going after their 20th win and 21 starts tonight. And this one's been tough. Faith Van Holland inbounding the basketball. Dort by five. Van Holland looking. Gets it into Gustafson, and she is followed immediately by Reiner. So Carly will go to the free throw line to shoot two. No time went off of the clock. That's interesting. So Reiner whistled for foul number two. Well, if Gustafson makes them both, you'll really like Dort's chances. She doesn't. There's still a lot of work to do. First free throw on the way for Carly, in and out and down. So Gustafson makes the free throw. The defenders here in the overtime, this is their ninth free throw shot in the extra session, and they've made all but one of them, that one. Wesleyan calls for the timeout, Dort leading 79-73. So Wesleyan will be inbounding the basketball in the front court. They now have one timeout remaining. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in 30 seconds. <clears throat> well, from a strategy standpoint right now, if you're Dort, do you just simply guard the arc, and if they get a two, they get a two. Out front, a three on the way. That's going to be short, no good. Rebounds down on the floor. It's a scrum. It's still loose. Picked up by Rosenquist. Tipped up by Dort. 12 seconds left. Shot is blocked on the perimeter. Loose basketball, a collision. We've got three players down, and what's the call? Ryan Fries with 7.1 seconds remaining calls a foul. There were three bodies on the floor. Complete chaos. I did not do anywhere close to justice on that play. And Jada Campbell somehow ends up going to the free throw line to shoot two. First one on the way is up and good. Nine for Campbell, 10 now. It's a five point game, 79-74, pending the free throw. Campbell's second free throw is up and good, 79-75, Dort by four. Dort needs to inbound, Gustafson throws it in to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven over to Backman, that'll do it. Three seconds and 3.4 seconds remaining. The celebration can begin on the Dort bench. They're gonna earn their 20th win of the season. 79, 3.4 seconds remaining. The math doesn't work out. Make both of these and uh, well, it's a two possession ball game right now. Beckman shooting two free throws. That one's up and good. 
Bailey with another one on the way. She's four for four, now five for five in the overtime session. Dort leading. 80 to 75, 81 to 75. Wesleyan won't use their last time out. That's going to do it. They'll take it across the timeline. Rosenquist after the horn. No good. And the Dort defenders survive a very spirited effort by Dakota Wesleyan and Riley Rosenquist's career-high 24 points. Dort gets it, though, on the road, 81-75. to You're listening to the Dort Media Network and KIHK. Rock Valley, Sioux Center. Dort gets the front half for the doubleheader. 81-75, the win for the defenders in overtime. Let's take a, a two-minute break, and we'll be back with the Wireless World postgame show right after this. The Dort defenders survive the... I, ha- I have a hard time calling it an upset bid because Dakota Wesleyan's a really good team. But you look at the conference standings and the national ratings and all that kind of good stuff, and I guess you have to say survive the upset bit, 81-75 to in overtime. But uh, this one, quite honestly, did not, uh, no surprises, uh, none whatsoever, in uh, that this one went down to the wire, and uh, we fully expected that. The Dort defenders show some resiliency. They allow a buzzer beater at the end of regulation that uh, sent it to overtime. Wesleyan scored the first two points of the overtime session. After it was tied 61 to 61. But the uh, defenders hang on to win it in overtime. They, uh, They respond to the tie with I believe six points in a row to eventually extend the lead and it was never tied again and Wesleyan was only within three once. Otherwise, Dort held it at a multiple possession difference the rest of the way, securing the win 81-75. to Taking a look at the numbers, most importantly for the defenders, I felt, they got to the free throw line and they converted. Uh, they ended up going 19 of 22 from the free, uh, free throw line for 86% for the ball game, including 12 of 13 in the extra session. For Dakota Wesleyan, the story of their t- game, Riley Rosenquist. 37 minutes played by the freshman, 10 of 15 from the floor, 10 of 13 inside the arc. She goes for a career-high 24 points. Maddie Reiner ends with 19, but the defenders enough to hang on, and they go to 20-1 for the season, 14-1 overall. Dakota Wesleyan slips to 14-6 and and 8-6. And Wesleyan's got a tough row to hoe here yet. They have to go. Uh, they got to play Northwestern twice. There's that game hanging out there yet uh, that they have to make up from before Christmas. So they're going to play Northwestern in the span of eight days. So uh, they've got their fair share of challenges coming up. Here are the numbers from the uh, game. And this is the Wireless World postgame show. They're your local Verizon authorized retailer. They have seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. Dort, 29 of 58 from the floor, 50%. 4 of 14 from the three-point line, 29%. 19 of 22 from the free throw line, 86%. In the second half, the defenders just two of six from the three-point line. Uh, they got run off of the, or they got defended pretty well on the line. They uh, didn't rely on it. 
and they were able to uh, shoot 50% from the floor this evening. 36-32, Dakota Wesleyan had a four rebound advantage. Turnovers, Dort had 11, Dakota Wesleyan had 11. Wesleyan was 26 of 63 from the floor for 41%, five for 14 on threes, 36%, 18 of 20 from the free throw line, 90%. The defenders were led tonight individually by Bailey Beckman's 26 points, eight of 13 from the floor, three of five from the three-point line, seven of eight from the free throw line for her 26. 20 points for Carly Gustafson. She filled the line up once again. 8 of 15 from the floor, 4 for 6 on free throws. Also had 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. 16 points for Janie Sconehoven along with 6 rebounds. And she did yeoman's work tonight on Jada Campbell, the 6'4 post player for Dakota Wesleyan, limited her to 11 points. She came in averaging over 15 points per game, limited her to 4 of 13 from the floor. Also for the defenders, McKenna Klecker, 7 points when things weren't going so well in the first half. Klecker got it going for the defenders. Faith Van Holland with 4, Hayden Hymanson with 2, Macy Nielsen with 2, Macy Seavers ends with 4 points. For Dakota Wesley and Riley Rosenquist, we talked about her already. 24 points for the freshman. Maddie Reiner ends with 19. Jada Campbell had 11. Seven points for Rin Austis off the bench. Six for Isabel Enan. Three for Morgan Edelman. Two for Aspen Hansen. Two for Lacey Sprakel. And one for Maya Wilson for their total of 75. Rebounding. Dort was led by Carly Gustafson. Seven. Janie Sconehoven had six. Macy Seavers ends with five. Hayden Hymanson also with five rebounds tonight. Assists, Simonson with three, Gustafson with three, Seavers with three, two for Janie Sconehoven and a couple of steals and a block shot for Sconehoven. For Dakota Wesleyan, they were led in rebounding by Riley Rosenquist with eight, seven for Morgan Edelman, five for Maddie Reiner. Four assists for Morgan Edelman, three for Maddie Reiner, two for Jada Campbell. One steal for Morgan Edelman, she also had one blocked shot. The defenders improved to 20-1 this season, 14-1 overall. Dakota Wesleyan, 14-6 overall, 8-6 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Let's take another two-minute break, and we'll be back with a rundown of the scores from around the conference. And we'll check in with Coach Bill Harmson. Hopefully he makes his way up into the opera seats. As the Wireless World postgame show continues, we'll be back with more in two minutes. Let's take a look at the scores from around the league. The game you just got done listening to, Dort defeats Dakota Wesley in 81-75 in overtime. Concordia over Hastings, they reverse a a tie to take the win, 73-62. Northwestern all over Morningside on the road tonight, 93-65. That ends up being a blowout after Northwestern was up one at halftime. Jamestown defeats uh, Mount Marty, 68-48. And Briarcliff over Midland, 71-60. And Doan over the College of St. Mary's, 77 to 69. 
And Carly Gustafson has made her way up to the opera seats. Best seat in the house up here, Carly. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I've got you on both sides. So say, say hello to everybody listening. Hello, everyone. There we go. Um, this was a hard-fought game, Carly. Pretty physical underneath. How, how you feeling after this one? I'm a little tired. Gonna be a little sore tomorrow, but that's all right. Well, coach will coach will take that. That brings up something that we talk about, especially this time of the year. January can be a challenging month just because it stretches out so far, and we call it the January Blues, and we talk quite openly about that. But it does take its toll as the year wears along as well. What does Coach Harmson do to try and? work around or work through those blues both emotionally and physically with this team yeah i think it's just we really take care of our bodies and um whether that's maybe having a lighter practice or um just getting in the training room and getting some recovery in but yeah he definitely gives us our bodies um to rest and also mentally just making sure that we are reminded of of who we are in our culture so 81 to 75, uh, they they come back on you at the end of regulation. They get that buzzer beater, they tie it. What's the mood like in the huddle as you go from intermission? Or pardon me, from regulation to overtime? What do you talk about? We just said we got to dig in, and um, it was five more minutes to score some more points, and and we knew we had come this far, and we were like, we're not gonna not gonna give it up now. So we just had to dig in and have some grit. You had uh, you got paired up for the most part with Maddie Reiner defensively. She presents some challenges because she can shoot outside. You've got to honor that, and she can also go into the paint. What's what what are the challenges with guarding her? Yeah, she. It's hard because you gotta take away the drive, take away the shot. So she. She's a really good player, and I've been playing against her since high school. That so. was going to be my next question is, uh, have you crossed paths with her in your high school days? Yeah, yep, in state tournaments and stuff. So it's, it's always kind of fun to play her and, and have that competition. You have become a pretty good distributor. You end up with uh, three assists again tonight. What, uh, what is the satisfaction in getting the ball to a teammate for a score? What does that feel like? It's a satisfying feeling. I don't know. Sometimes I think I like to pass more than I like to score. It's just finding that open teammate and playing together. I mean, um, yeah, just taking it upon myself to play with my teammates and not by myself. So You got a three-point play opportunity in the overtime. Uh, made the free throws at the end as well. Um, yeah, just a, a gritty performance. So what, what do you like about this team? I mean, we've talked several times over the year about how you all like each other, you, you value each other. What do you like about this team? Kind of what you said. I mean, we all get along, and if one of us makes a mistake, we don't we don't get mad at each other, we don't dwell on it, we just keep on moving on. And I think with every game and with every, every challenge, we're just continuing to build our culture and grow closer together, and, and hardship isn't make, dividing us, it's bringing us closer together, and I think that's really showing here as we as we continue into the season. Well, we got seven regular season games left to go. Another one coming up at Hastings on Saturday. Let's, uh, let's see if we can make it uh, two in a row on the road this week. Yep, I agree. That's Carly Gustafson. Thanks for coming up. Thank you. That's Carly Gustafson, and uh, we will let her take the headphones off, and I would imagine Bill Harmson will make his way down, and he'll squeeze in beside me. It is fortunate that we get along, all of us get along as well as we do because it is close quarters up here and 
Coach Harmson has a seat beside me, and there we go, and there we go. I asked Carly what it was like going from regulation to overtime, what you talked about in the huddle. I want to get your side of the story. What did you, what, what'd you talk about? I should have been listening closely to what Carly said so we could mirror that, right? Um, I just basically, we wanted a foul there at the end again. We still yeah. had another foul to give. And, and uh, you know, we did a nice job of when that first foul on the attack, you know, yep. they took another timeout. Those are good things. And then, uh, uh, you know, we knew once uh, they'd go to uh, Reiner. Yeah, Reiner. And uh, Carly had a couple opportunities to just really smack her good and, and didn't. And she made a really good play. So, um, you know, at, during that uh, break, you know, you have to go from being highly frustrated to recentering yourself and getting ready to go for that overtime period. And, um, and we just, I just pumped them and just said, there's nothing we can do about what just happened, but there is something about what we can do going forward. And then we scored 22 points in five minutes. You know, it's, it's a strange game, Mike, but I tell you, the toughness that our kids showed again in a very hostile atmosphere here at the Corn Palace, um, I couldn't be happier for them. Yeah, there were, there were some things that went against you, I thought, and the officials are influenced here by the opposing team's coach at times and it, it played out that way and I'm, I'm not complaining I've seen it long enough I know that that is going to be the issue how have you been able I mean you as a head coach I'm guessing young Bill Harmson may not have handled that kind of stuff as well as more seasoned Bill Harmson does yep and uh and and I know the you know it's for our team, whether it's right or wrong, we tell them, you know, this is probably how the game's going to get officiated because it does impact how you play. And uh, what what was nice about today is they stayed consistent through the game. It wasn't a, you know, yeah. a, you know, a real physical battle, and then all of a sudden at the end started calling a lot of, it you know. It was physical all night. It was physical <laughs> the whole time, and, and, and that's okay. And, and uh, so at least there was consistency with that, so I was happy about it. But, again, you know, the officials aren't going to win or lose the game. You know, I – I, Bailey Beckman stepping up, you know, yep. she, the way she started the half and hitting, I think she had eight straight points. And and uh, then just defensively, I thought we were really good. Um, I, I wasn't confident keeping the game in the 50s, right? And I thought that if the game got up in the 80s, we'd have a pretty good shot at it. And, and uh, I'm too bad we needed overtime to get to the 80s, um, but it was still good to get there. But, I mean, first it took – it took over five minutes for both teams to get on the board, and then it was two yep. to two. Yep. You just had this sense that, okay, offense is going to be hard to come by. But really, after those first five minutes, I thought offensively yep. your team executed pretty well. We did. And we and you know what? During that first five minutes, we had good looks, too, and they yeah. just didn't drop. And Wesleyan had some good yes. looks, and they didn't drop. And, you know, then we scored 22 in the second. I think Dakota Wesleyan at 18, 17, 18, 19, right in there. And, but uh, Riley Rosencrist is going to be a handful yeah, uh, be the next three years. And, uh, you know, once they really started playing her more, boy, that's really changed the complexity of their team. And uh, for somebody 5'6", and how physical and strong she is, uh, she was a handful tonight. I said uh, if, if the team isn't hers yet, it's headed that yep. way. I don't know if it will happen this year or not, but, my goodness, she was – she would not be denied. Talk about Jeannie Sconehoven's yeah. defensive effort tonight on Jada Campbell because yeah. you gave her a pretty difficult assignment tonight. It was, and then you know, and then Reiner hits those threes, right? And then the third quarter or four, start of the fourth quarter, 
And so then we couldn't help off Reiner anymore. And so then Janie was kind of stuck on an island. So we just really encouraged her to not let Campbell establish. And I asked the official at one point, if, you know, when, when Campbell's just ramming into Janie, if she would fall over, if that'd be a charge. And he, he's kind of laughed at me. But maybe that's something that we have to look at, right? Where yeah. Janie is just going to have to not, you know, and, and take the charge at some point because she could have probably got a couple down there. Yeah. At Hastings on Saturday, I mean, there were, there were no surprises today in the league. Halftime, there looked like there might be, but it ends up not being that way. You go on the road to Hastings on Saturday, and, boy, you'd sure love to get two on the road oh, this man. week. Absolutely, and, uh, you know, we got Hastings and Morningside next week at home and then Concordia, so nothing gets easier as the season goes on. So uh, we're going to have a little recovery day tomorrow, watch some tape, and uh, then we're going to get after and get ready for Hastings on Saturday. Coach, I will let you go. Thanks for All right, coming thank up. thank you, Mike. That's Coach Bill Harmson, and that's going to do it for the women's portion of the game, or the doubleheader, and that also is uh, going to do it for the Wireless World post-game show, your local Verizon authorized retailer with seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. I gave you the scores on the women's game. Uh, bottom line, what you need to know, Dort 14-1, Briarcliff is second in the conference right now at 12-3. Uh, 22 games played in the league. Dort with a two-game lead on Briarcliff and, in effect, a three-game lead because they have the head-to-head -head on the Briarcliff Chargers at the moment. So that's going to do it for the women's contest. Let's take a look now at the men's game. The Dort defenders come into today's game 16-4 overall, 8-4 in the league. In the conference, Dort has losses to Morningside.